made of time. It was the first day of spring. Oliver was embracing the new smells every time Jeremy brought him out for a walk in the backyard. He'd stick his nose in the dirt and pull out a leaf or a nut or a stick to chew on. Jeremy wondered what they tasted like but didn't dare dig in. He'd try to reach his fingers in Oliver's mouth and pull out whatever was inside. Oliver would clench and swallow without hesitation. Jeremy thought about creating a gum for dogs but figured dogs had no control. They would just chew the gum for a moment and then swallow it down. Sometimes he was the same way. It was those lollipops with gum at the center that really got him. Hurry the fuck up, Oliver, he'd say. I'm not made of time. For Oliver, time froze when he was sniffing. All his other senses shut down. He was fully immersed in the oaky, grape, broad, undetectable spectrums of the squirrel's nut. This was why he wouldn't budge when Jeremy pulled him forward. It was inside the house that Oliver could feel his bones aging. There was nothing new to smell in there. Sure, the smell of steak was always good, but it was always... always. The outside was forever changing. No leaf was like the last. No nut carried the same toughness. No stick fit in the grooves of his underbitten teeth the same. Hurry the fuck up, Oliver, he'd say. I'm not made of time. Jeremy had never found a way to freeze time. His therapist had spent months trying to teach him techniques that would help him live in the moment. Instead, he remained afraid to leave his house. There was death by car, by plane, by shooting, by disease, by stabbing, by poison, by fire, by carbon monoxide, and on and on and on. At the end of the day, the only place Jeremy found peace was in the shower. If he held his back at the perfect angle and ducked his knees just a bit, the shower would run over his eyes and ears in such a way that he couldn't see or hear a thing but the gush of water. It was his leaf. His nut. His stick. Hurry the fuck up, Oliver, he'd say. I'm not made of time. It crossed Jeremy's mind that the positioning of leaves, sticks, and nuts together could look like a penis with balls and pubic hair. He hated when he had pointless perverse thoughts. It seemed that no one else on this earth would come to the conclusions he did. In anger, he yanked Oliver's leash and forced him away from the patch of dirt he was sniffing. Oliver moped for a moment before finding another patch of dirt and forgetting about the aggravation the leash pull had caused. Hurry the fuck up, Oliver, he'd say. I'm not made of time. Oliver looked up, lifted his right leg, and started going to the bathroom. The urine seemed to flow without end. Thirty seconds passed before Jeremy looked down. He was still flowing. Hurry the fuck up, Oliver, he'd say. I'm not made of time. I'm trying, said Oliver. I'm trying. Jeremy stood up straight and lifted his head forward. He realized he was in the shower and Oliver was outside the bathroom door barking. The water stopped flowing from the shower head and nuts started pouring out of Jeremy's open mouth. They tasted of oak, grape, and had these broad, undetectable spectrums. He started to chew them until they turned into gum. It was so delicious, he couldn't help but swallow it down. There was too much of it, though, and he began to choke. Oliver barked louder and louder. Hurry the fuck up, Oliver, he'd say. I'm not made of time. It started to rain. Oliver led Jeremy inside. His jaw was clenched shut. This time, Jeremy didn't bother to try and get out whatever Oliver had behind his teeth. For once, he was going to let Oliver enjoy himself. 
That was until he opened his mouth and a frog leapt out onto the basement floor. Without much thought, Jeremy lifted up his foot and stomped down, squishing the amphibian to death. A terror filled his veins and surfed through his system as Oliver licked up the guts. All day, Jeremy had worried about his own time, and he'd just taken another's. Well, I don't know what to tell you. All of those details in that story are uh, factually accurate to my life, pretty much. Except they're in a surreal spin, so they didn't make sense, so I could askew it, so it didn't seem like it was my life. But, uh, that's kind of my life. I do get pissed off when Oliver goes outside and smells things instead of just pees right away. It's wasting my time, and I know that he's trying to enjoy his life, too, so I gotta let him do that a little bit. But I can't let him do it too much, because I gotta enjoy my life as well. I do have a lot of anxiety about dying. I mean, really, who doesn't? If you don't, please come talk to me. Send me an email and explain why you're not afraid of death, and maybe that would be helpful. Uh, actually, please don't send me an email about it. I have a feeling it'll make things worse. Please do not send me an email if you have the solution to being not afraid of death. I don't want to know. I have a feeling it's going to cause me more anxiety. All right, the next story is another interlude, just like the past interlude was. The one about the one where I did the accent, that was an interlude. This next one is story 21. It's called Dog Hair, interlude number two. It is about a girl. It's from a girl's point of view being on a plane, and she is nervous to fly, because I am nervous to fly as fuck. Just like all these other things, I'm afraid of dying, I'm afraid of flying, I'm afraid of yada, 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 yada. Okay, okay, all right. Thank you for listening.